What's going on? Gosh, I shouldn't be starting just yet. I'm just taking a seat. But what's going on, guys? <laughs> oh my goodness, how professional am I? I'm not going to start this again either. I'm just going to keep it raw. Let's start again. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 70 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I am your host, Sanchez Bailey, and yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, there's been actually, look, last week I was, you know, kind of unsure of what to speak about and now there's so many topics that I have to queue them up and I want to speak about Mbappe straight in there no clue context straight in there um I don't really know too much about Mbappe's situation to be honest but Mbappe's situation has sparked this idea if that makes sense so look I'm gonna give you about a minute waffle about what I think's going on with Mbappe I have no idea for sure and for certain um I do have the hiccups randomly now, so um, you may hear me take a sip of water or something. Excuse me. But um, Mbappe is not happy about being played in the position that's not his. Or he wants to be playing... I'm assuming he's playing in the middle. I mean, on the wing. And I'm just going to search PSG up very quickly now. Um, who plays up front for PSG? Like, I, I don't know if there's anyone else there. You know... Ah, they're playing a false nine by the looks of it. Interesting. So he's playing on the left. But I, I would assume that that's two strikers. I don't know. It's interesting that. Anyway, is that... And that's Alexis Sanchez that plays at Marseille now. Interesting. Boy, what do I know? So, let's just say Mbappe is being played in a position that he's not happy with and, and it's causing a bit of friction. It's causing a little bit of a... Um, dissatisfaction and look that's a scenario that happens for probably one in five players probably in the game that you are being played out of position position that you're not completely happy with a position a position that you're not very familiar with somewhere which doesn't bring you a lot of happiness and you know we were all kids wanting to be footballers and imagined to play football and grew up uh, with the notion of enjoying the game and you being played in a position that doesn't make you feel comfortable or you're not preferred, um, is not your preferred, could question someone's ability to have fun when they're playing the game. And let's talk about how you can change that, that perception and, and maybe get to a solution or alternatively um, make, the, make great out of a situation that's not ideal. You know, um, from what I'm understanding from uh, Mbappe, he's created quite a scene. He's not completely happy. He now has had fell out with uh, some of the authorities of the club and he wants to leave in January. That's how far I believe it's gone from him, you know, not being played in the position that he wants. And, you know, maybe him kicking up a fuss allows him to move. Apparently, we need to move beforehand. So it's like maybe any small thing that contributes to it. And not that I do believe this is uh, the best way to operate. He might actually be advised to be acting the way that he has, he does. And because of his brand and his pedigree and maybe his paycheck and due to the fact that he may have had some agreement of what he should do um, at PSG if he stays or what they will do for him, maybe this is the way that he can act to get what he wants for January. Falling out criticising the club, saying he's not happy, 
etc. But that's not going to work for everybody. I don't even want to guarantee you to try that. And also, forget all of that, whether it gets what he wants. Let's talk about the, the implications that this has on his mentality. You know, let's just check the last few games. You know, he didn't score in the game on the weekend. Um, not that scoring is the be-all of successful performances, but let's just see the trend, if there is a trend. So the game before, he scores a penalty. So nothing from open play. Um, let's check the game before that. Uh, he It was a nil-nil game, so he didn't score. The game before that, I'm guessing, is just when that the news came out. Okay, so he, he hasn't scored in open play for the last four games. Let's check the game before that, just for context. Okay, he scores then. But that's on the 1st of October. So his last go in open play was the 1st of October. Let's go even further and check his... Oops, oh gosh, you look. Let me go back. Um, let's check his stats for the season. Let's check his stats for the season. So Mbappe... Oops. Stats for the season. Can't believe I'm doing this live. But here we are. We can check this together. He has scored eight goals in 10, which is not bad if you ask me, to be honest. He scored 28 in 35 last season. And by all means, you know, times that number, the matches by what? Three. That'll be 30 games and times these goals by three. It's around about, it's a bit less than what he scored. But, you know, he's, he's got one assist last season. He got 17 assists. It looks like he could be a little bit more productive, put it that way. Um, but it's not even about what he's done throughout the entire season. It's about what's happened recently in terms of him coming out and talking about his dissatisfaction. And in the last four games, there hasn't been the best output, so to speak, you know? So what we can at least say for now, regardless of what he's done for the season, is recently this, he's come out, expressed his dissatisfaction, and it potentially has come to result in less productivity in some of the matches he's played in you know only scoring one goal in uh four games and one of them or the goal being a penalty so his productivity has actually gone down and that is because of the mentality that has led the forefront of his um you know narrative so far and that's his dissatisfaction when you are dissatisfied you're not happy you don't want to be putting in too much effort you also got the World Cup. Although I think it's kind of productive, <clears throat> he probably doesn't want to go too crazy and get himself injured for the World Cup. Again, he also wants to leave the club. And with the World Cup coming very soon, it's only a matter of games before the World Cup. So he may also not be wanting to be playing for this team and maybe doing the most for the team because he has um, intentions to leave, you know? So... There's so much reasons to uh, explain why his current feelings or how his current feelings can affect the output of his team, you know? And so um, what can we do about that? What can you do as a player to change the narrative? What can you do as a player to make things better for you or to even prevent your dissatisfaction affecting your output? And one of the things that, you know, players should do and I encourage all players to do is to have your skill set and have your quality so to speak outlined already you should know that you could probably say it off the top of your head but taking time to get down your qualities allows you to identify areas that you might just kind of not ignore but 
not consider because of the fact that you have so many other things to um excuse me to consider that makes sense so let's just say for an example one of your qualities might be the organization of your team for an example you might not think of that immediately but as time goes on you might pick up that as one of the strengths then you know and so um that's something that i would say that players need to do is be able to um have an outline of your skill set so that's one the second thing that i um need players to be able to do is understand the team's ethos so for him to be playing um in a forward position but that's not the actual ideal for the player shows that there is a philosophy or a style that the team currently has that may not exactly align to his preference and what needs to be done from that is there needs to be like an equation that's done right where you are able to figure out what your skill set is and how that can align to the team's style of play or philosophy or you know um identity right and then another thing that needs to be kind of identified that can be done indirectly or maybe it's a direct thing is finding out what the player or the manager wants from you but you should probably already know that because you are being played and guided into a position that's not very familiar so you should combine your skill set to what is expected of you to also what is expected of the team and create almost a, a, a mini agenda that fulfills every single part So for an example, I'm just making something up the top of my head. If Mbappe's skill set is to run in from behind, that's his skill set that he feels like is his biggest part of his game. Then the 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 team ethos is possession, right? And then maybe what's expected of him is to do a little bit of a hold up. There is a way that you can mix all three together. Now, you guys are the football expert, but maybe getting involved in some of the play maybe on a odd occasion uh making a run in behind when the team has possession for an example it's not as simple as me suggesting that but there are ways and obviously i can't literally throw a blanket statement out you have to be in your team you have to be in your surroundings and know how you can make, make, potentially work that out but what needs to happen is that your skill set is still being presented and still is apparent and still being utilized in the context of your new position in the context of the new team's philosophy and by doing that you're able to create agendas and 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 targets that allow all of these um fulfillments to be satisfied and that's one of the ways where you can still kind of play the game and still know that you're getting what you want out of the game but also getting what they want out of your game you know so you're satisfying all parties there and so i'm sure look mbappe is a multi a talented player and and sure there's going to be skill sets that he possesses that is able to complement the team as well. And that's the marriage that needs to be done. You know, um and obviously having that one-to-one conversation and and maybe having that direct uh contact with the coach and letting them letting him know um some of the things that you want and the things that you're willing to compromise in order to, you know, uh complement the team but then also mentioning what you kind of want and kind of working away working on a way between the coach to identify if something can happen where you can play utilize your skill set and complement the team's uh 
pathway or philosophy as well. So um, I know that's not always the easiest thing to achieve with coaches. Some coaches are not very approachable, but this is why you take things into your control. And if that is not possible, you identify your skill set. You identify the team's philosophy. You identify what the, the coach expects of you and you create a marriage and you create some agendas that allows you to go into a game, go into training, knowing that you're still showcasing your talent. You're doing things in the game that you like and you prefer and you know let's talk about Trent Alexander-Arnold he's been highly criticized of him not being the best right back right or not being a great defender but he is probably a really top class right back but not one of the best defenders yeah um I don't know how true this is but I saw something the other day is that look, he said I don't play positions I play my game right so he was basically saying, look, I do the things that I, I'm great at and then try my very best to do the things that my position requires of me, right? And there's no issue with the coach. The coach plays him week in, week out, didn't play him last week. And I think that might have just been due to pressure and, and how that's affecting him. But look, he's been playing all these years, been getting a lot of praise, but then criticisms here and there. But at the same time, he's playing a game that showcases his talent so much and he's probably able to enjoy the game. But maybe with the pressure and the criticism now, it's preventing him from enjoying the game. But he's taken the parts that's part of his game, a massive skill set of his, and use it to complement the team. And maybe the team works and mitigates for his um, inadequacies potentially, right? Um, and supports him a little bit more on the defensive side. Or something that he needs to be a little more conscious of and work to improve himself, you know. Or maybe he needs to actually do a bit more of a marriage. Maybe he focuses a little bit too much on his skill set um, and potentially ignores a little bit from the team's ethos or what the coach expects of him. Or he's doing exactly what the coach expects of him. So who really knows? But what we do know is that Trent is not scared to ensure that the skill set that he's um, great at is on display. And that's one of the things that you kind of need to take, um, especially when you're being played in a position that's not of yours, because it's important for you to enjoy yourself. It's important to, for you to still showcase your talents. But at the same time, what you don't want to do is neglect the things that um, are going to complement the team, because you are in a team sport, which means you are not in a selfish arrangement. Although selfishness is very important at parts, but it needs to be in the context of your team, correct? And so... Uh, I'll give you a quick blanket example, like, you know, when someone scores a hat-trick and they lose the game, they'll be like, yeah, it was great to achieve a hat-trick, great to be top of the, you know, goal-scoring charts, but in the context of the team, it would have been preferred to win the game. That's the marriage of your desires and then the team, um, team's agendas, you know? And so um, that's what we need to do, and hopefully we can use the example of Mbappe. You can see the negative effect of Mbappe. You could look at Trent, for an example, and see the the the... the the talent level <clears throat> that he's still able to display. Right now, he's just not in the greatest forms. And that happens in football. And, and that's for him to sit back and take time and learn how to handle pressure and look at his game and analysing his game, reflecting and identifying the things that can make him better. That's for him to do. But what you definitely, def definitely see, without a doubt, is the skill set that Trent Alexander-Arnold possesses. You see that week in, week out. You know, and that's one of the things that I want to make sure that I pass on to those players that are playing in a position that's very disappointing and maybe not preferred. It's okay to be disappointed, 
you know, because we know we always had that position that you dreamed of playing, or when you're at the team, you had an idea of where you wanted to play. But what's so important, guys, is being able to ensure that you are able to get what you need out of that in terms of you showcasing your talent, but then also knowing that you're in an environment where you need to be able to display complementary actions that will help and support your team and members. All right, so I'm going to leave it at that. I hope that episode was quite informative. It's giving you an idea of how to maneuver in, in, a, in a scenario of disappointment, very similar to a submax mentality, to be honest with you. Um, having conversations with your coach can help. Um, that obviously is an asterisk uh, depending on approachability. But if you can't do that, I've already suggested something where you take the control in your own hands. And I hope that um, makes sense to you, adds value and passes on to a friend, passes on to someone you know who's going through a situation that you feel is very pertinent to them and see, you know, maybe add a percentage of um, a change in fortune to the players that you pass this on to. All right, take care, all the best. And yeah, episode 70. Thank you for all the listeners so far that's been on the journey. I can't wait to get to 100. Um, And yeah, let's keep going and and all the best to everyone that's got games in the midweek and on the weekend too. All right, take care, all the best. Bye-bye.